Hi, this is Jennifer Nanez from Albuquerque, and you are listening to the Pro Hockey News Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome in to another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast. First line edition, Adam and Aklani Goldsmith, extraordinary producer, the executive producer, the double shifter, Richard Cote himself. Our voices will sound different. This is an AM recording of a podcast. We never do this, boys. No, we don't. I know. Jobs usually intrude. So, yeah, jobs, life. I mean, Richard's busy covering news stories and stuff, I guess, in the morning with video. And I mean, but we're doing this Black Friday morning. Um, or as uh, our, our Canadian and European listeners know it as, it's it's November 24th. Yeah, it's yes. Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. Or afternoon for, or afternoon. for those across the pond, yeah. So, yeah. Um, NHL screwed up yesterday. Let's, let's just start with that. I mean, why not put a couple Canadian teams playing against each other on Thanksgiving? Yeah, they're not going to be watching the NFL. No, the Great what? Cup ended. Like, their seasons, the Great Cup happened last weekend. Like, football season's over up north. I don't know. They may still watch the NFL, but that said, I don't know why you don't do Canadian teams against each other. Sure. They have American players, but who cares? Play the games. I mean, it's just, it's, it's silly. Four, you, you go, here, here's the week. They had seven games Monday, no games Tuesday, 14 on Wednesday, nothing on Thursday, 15 on Friday. Yeah. And that including doesn't... the, you know, the big black, Friday national broadcast thing that they're doing now on the TNT. Penguins, Sabres, followed by Avalanche and the most disappointing team in the NHL, the Wild. (laughs) So I was going to ask you who was uh, playing. I don't even know. I mean, everybody's playing. I just don't know who the TV games are this year. Yeah, right. It's it's yeah, there you go. It's uh, we'll, we'll get into that. But yeah. I mean, I, I get it. It's Thanksgiving. There's a lot of football, but you'd think like, you know, the friends up north, NHL Network, you throw, throw a Vancouver Montreal game on the schedule, maybe a little Winnipeg Calgary. Yeah. Something. I, you know, I, I was thinking, <clears throat> I was thinking about that this morning as well of, you know, well, you know, obviously they don't want to compete with the NFL because they can't, uh, which is why right. there were no games. And I just kind of wrote it off as that. And then I remember, oh yeah, you know, I, as you brought up, you know, the Canadian fans, yeah, they'll probably watch the NFL games and they'll be entertained. But um, if there's hockey on, I'm sure they would rather watch that. Hey, Lonnie, you know who says we don't give a crap about counterprogramming against NFL? The NCAA basketball tournaments that happen right. this time of year. <laughs> that right. too. Right. So. Fe- Feast week is fantastic with, with, uh, for college basketball. I mean, there's one college football game that went up against uh, the NFL in the, the third game yesterday. And I think the only reason they haven't moved the the Egg Bowl between Ole Miss and Mississippi State is because that game being on Thanksgiving night preceded the third yes. NFL game on uh, on Thursdays. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, condolences, Lonnie. Um, speaking of other alternative sports to hockey on Thanksgiving Day, rough day for you, man. Yeah, oh for, for two. And for not you. an excellent sports day, but an excellent Thanksgiving dinner made up for it. So that's okay. Oh, there you go. There you go. And. and, and where did basketball fall in terms of eating the dinner for, for, for your Michigan state game there? Uh, the end of the game was on as I was, we were finishing getting dinner ah, on the table. Okay. Okay. Background noise at that point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. So, uh, lion's going to lie on Thanksgiving day. That's one thing that we always know is going to happen. So 
But hey, still, you're still in the playoff seat, man. Yeah. Still go. Still, still go. okay. Still okay. Yeah. yeah you're still going to enjoy a game in a couple of weeks in person. See him kill my team. It's going to be awesome. I hope so. Ugh, they're going to kill him. We got a lot of, a lot of weird news coming out. Uh, we'll get to good old free agency coming up. Uh, we got names that, that are, that are coming down the pike here in the black Friday sale, but you know, we like to start with jerseys because we always do on the show. Um, we got two Jersey things. We got the winter classic jerseys and we've got, I wouldn't say a trend, but, uh, the, the, the latest helmet situation going on with Vancouver bringing something out, but winter classic jerseys, um, Let's not talk about the jerseys. Let's talk about that second. <laughs> Does anybody believe the way that they were leaked was not a planned marketing thing by the league, or am I giving the NHL too much credit? Oh, it, any leak anymore is never an actual leak. You, you know it's got to be planned. I, uh, I I don't believe leaks anymore. So, so if people didn't see this, the Kraken's Winter Classic jersey was leaked by – their very, very close neighbor, the Utah Jazz of the NBA, because that made sense, mm-hmm. but they leaked it wearing in. And then on AEW Wrestling, uh, a wrestler wore the Vegas jersey, which just so happened to be on TNT, which just so happens to be where the game is going to be shown on. Did Utah, was the Jazz game a TNT game when they wore them too? Oh, I didn't go that far and check that out. See, I think there might be something there. But, but Utah? Uh, Are Utah, is, is Salt Lake City? Uh, I mean, I, I, it probably is a Seattle home TV market. I just thought it was a stretch. Thought, thought it was a stretch. That's all. It might be the closest. I mean, is it the closest basketball market that doesn't also have a hockey team in it? Portland. Oh, Portland. Have you heard of Portland? Yeah, but Seattle and Portland hate each other. So Seattle and Utah is like whatever. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. No animosity at all between those two. No, I, I it's such a weird jersey. Like the AEW one makes a little more sense only because it's cross you know, promotion. It's cross promotion. If the I mean, I saw it on Twitter before I saw it on TNT. Also, I'm not watching the NBA on TNT anyways, but that was the first place I saw it. Um an interesting choice. To reveal in that way, I mean, you could have waited a couple days and maybe get the Seahawks on national television to walk yeah. into the Thanksgiving night game with it. Like, I just it, it was an odd reveal. But I mean, does anybody think it was accidental? No, that, of course, no. they they no, came no. out before the the teams were revealed. No, no absolutely not. Okay, good. We're, we're agreeing. So, so good on the NHL for for having a little fun with with leaks. They actually marketed white, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about the jerseys. Uh, Lonnie, where do you want to start? Which one? Um, the Okay, so I would The worse or worse, or take your pick. Okay, well, okay, so I agree that they're worse and worse. Now, the question is, which do you think is, is, is worse and which do you think is worser? Because I think... Um, of, <sighs> r- r- let's see, Richard, are, are you going the worse, worser, or do you actually like these? Uh, I, I'm indifferent to them. I, I don't think they're overly hideous for two brand new franchises that have absolutely no history to put behind them. I mean, Seattle a little bit Vegas. I mean, not, not so much history to draw on there. Okay. I will Uh, say, I like the fact that Seattle drew on the history of the metropolitans. Right. I, in in a a way, 
which is why I think the Vegas double middle finger jersey is the worst of the two. I, I agree. Okay. Um, he, I let Seattle's was so close to being good. What throws it way off for me is using their colors and then just forcing in this red S that looks so odd. Like the red S makes them look terrible. That's my problem with them. Did they have kept the dark blue and teal S? Or, or go full metropolitan colors and don't worry about cracking colors. That's true. It, it, to, to me, it was it, it's they're forcing the nostalgia to pay homage to the team. And it's like teal and red. It, the color combination doesn't work for me. Uh, but the, the, those are their colors, though. I mean, they got the red eye of the Kraken in there. But, but I, I, and I think the red eye, yes, they have the red eye of the Kraken, but it's like a, a small detail color. And I think once you go to the S being in, in that color and the numbers in that color, it, and I haven't seen the backs of the jerseys. I assume the letters are, and yeah, numbers the are numbers also, are red. Yeah. Right. It's just, it goes from a detail to like a main color and it just sort of takes it up a little too big, little too big of a jump there. I think what, Here's the thing with the Seattle Metropolitans. With the time of year that you're doing it, right after Christmas, the Metropolitans had a, like, they were green and red and white. Like, they're a Christmas jersey. Yep. Like, your winter classic, you're about selling things. I mean, is that not the most perfect colors for the time of year that the winter classic is happening? Yeah, but I don't know. You kind of want to sell them beyond that when people are forgetting about christmas and you know moving on to the rest of the nhl season yeah you're going to sell a bulk of them during the winter classic but you're also going to be selling them throughout the rest of the season as well and you still want to have your team colors involved and i i I get i get the red s because the metropolitans they they had the red s as their their main logo because because that was the main color of their their team um so i i get why the kraken put that in there that that yeah yeah, I, I know. I, I, I like I said, totally get why they put it in there. I just, to me, it's like if you're gonna pay homage, just go go for their full jersey, go for the go for the Christmas colors. Yeah, but you got to have your team colors in there too. Do you? I think so. If if it's not part of your current franchise, I think you need to have your team's colors in there. You know, as they stand right now, because there's uh, other than there used to be NH or there used to be hockey in Seattle there's not really much NHL history in that area. Uh, uh, well, I mean, junior hockey is pretty big, but I, I, I don't know. I think they, it's to me, it's a swing and a miss. It's forced. I don't, it's I don't want to swing it. No, no, no. It's not a swing and a miss. It's a swing. They, they fouled it off. It's not a, okay. a full miss. Vegas is a full miss. Yeah. There's there's their backstory was better than the Jersey. Yes. I'll give them credit on the backstory of the Wild West. And like they, yeah. So, okay, let's go to the double middle finger. I didn't see it until Wyshynski on his podcast threw it out there. And then the memes were out there with Stone Cold Steve Austin because it was, you know, a wrestling thing. (laughs) Um, I do see it now. I I guess I didn't see it right away. Uh, It was all I could see right away. Interesting. It's just, so, it, it's, it, it's very like I, the, the, you're right. The story and the details and, you know, 
Bill Foley's, um, you know, as a West Point grad, and there's some right. details in that that are sort of very like army dress uniform. Like that's fine. Like all of that, like like I guess is okay, but it's just so incredibly basic. Yeah, it's just sort of eh. I think yeah. it's just sort of you know, it's kind of unimpressive. Yeah, it's it's not great. No, um, I, I, I wish they could have added a little more detail around the, the coloring of the jersey, but just having gold and white and then your your logo and numbers as I'm guessing that's gray and not like navy blue. Um, I, don't know, I can't really tell from this picture. Um, I, yeah, you, you need to do something a, a little bit more to make it stand out because it, that is a very vanilla jersey. It's bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's just bad. We've had some great jerseys out there and the last couple of years has been underwhelming in terms of winter classic jerseys. Now, would you rather they, uh, that Vegas wears this one or the one they wore for the outdoor game in Lake Tahoe? I think the Lake Tahoe one was better. The red, the red one with the crossing swords. Yeah. I think that was better. I don't. I don't know. I that one just didn't like. I don't, uh, neither one of them like screams Golden Knights to me. At least when Lonnie looked at it, I wasn't flipping them off right away. That's true. That's true. That's true. It's. I, I like the. I like the. The one they wore in Tahoe. It's. It's a little. You know, if, to me, it's a little strange. The Vegas Golden Knights and the main color on the jersey is red and gold is yeah. totally an afterthought. Right. But I. I mean, I think conceptually I, I think it's a little more interesting than the uh yeah than than the this one than the the winter classic one see i, I think i would have liked in this winter classic one for them to go like totally embrace the whole vegas um aspect of their team and gone right. like 50s retro you know almost like a welcome to las vegas sign like, as their crest so, yes. I, I think you have to save that for a home game yes I think if they do when they if they if they do want to you know if they do a uh, either a winter classic or a stadium series at Allegiant then that's when you or I guess at the baseball stadium there you go at Red Rock that's my as soon as the is Oakland got approved I'm like oh we're getting an outdoor game at that baseball stadium oh yeah yeah I think whether it's going to be a winter classic or I mean it'll be a winter classic yeah oh 100 percent yeah they're not going to mess around with the stadium series in Vegas this this is. I mean, yeah, New Year's Eve in Vegas. Come on. Yeah. So I think that's going to be, yeah. Th- then they'll do something, you know, Rat Pack retro 50s, like early days yep. of Vegas. Okay. That, that's, that, my that's, take. That, that, that's my guess. That's, I, that's a fair yeah, point. That's, that's a fair point. But it, it still would have been better than this, even if they would have gone yeah. with that. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the some like seven years, probably like the 2030 Winter Classic is when we'll see those jerseys. Baseball stadium supposed to open 2028. Yeah. So okay. Maybe even twenty nine, but yeah, it, I mean, it's happening. Let, let's let's just throw that on the list for the future. Yep. But yeah, I think mark, that's what they're mark saving your calendars, for. people. Yeah, that's what they're saving for the home game. That'll be what season like twelve of 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 PHN podcast, right? Yeah. So, uh, worst winter classic jersey combination ever. It's up there. Oh yeah, I, yeah, think I, so. I, I can't think of one that. Yeah. 
Nope. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's gotta, the worst it's combo. Gotta be. Yeah, we've had some bad jerseys. In part because the matchup, I mean, it's it feels very forced in a way. Like you're talking about the two newest teams with you know, complete lack of history behind them. But we're, that... we're, we're going to get to forced games because everybody was we're complaining. That, we're we're, at we're at tired point. of Chicago, New York, and Boston playing in them. Yes. Right. So now we got to force. Right. And, right. And it's going to start. It's going to start feeling like the, the winter classic is going to start feeling like the stadium series in a bit, a bit. Yeah. In, in the, in the, which is and that's why there's ha- less I than mean, the stadium series. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I mean, at some point, it, the nostalgia is gone. It's just a cool thing to play outdoors on New Year's Day. It's a yeah. made for TV event. So mm-hmm. one more Jersey thing. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this. So, you know, Arizona with their red alts did a Matt helmet. Vancouver just announced with their black throwback, uh, cool little skate thing, you know, their skate jersey. They're going to Matt helmets this year with the throwback. We've seen this in baseball. Huge. We've seen this in football. Huge. Are we going to start to see Matt helmets in hockey become a thing? And I, and I love it. I I, I don't I do lo- too. I I do too. They're I don't great. love mad helmets in basketball in baseball. I, I don't know. Like I like the shiny helmet in baseball, but in hockey, with all the way like the angles and all the different helmets that are out there now, the shiny helmet is also to me is 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 not great. Like I'm loving this mad helmet. Look. Also, give me matte over chrome all day. I, I was going to say I think chrome. The, yeah. the chrome helmets have uh, kind of spoiled like uh, spoiled our taste with uh, shiny things on the ice. Um, I like I like the matte helmets too. Um, yeah. I, I kind of like them in baseball, but I, I agree. Like I don't know, maybe it's more because like night games in baseball with the lights coming down on yes. the field, you get like the nice <laughs> shine off the helmet, and that's and, like I, I prefer night games over day games. You know, most of the time uh, when it comes to, when it comes to baseball, yeah. No. I, I don't know. I, I love I love a good night game, um, <clears throat> uh, except for like maybe opening day. You, you got to have a day game for that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the the matte helmets in in hockey. You, you don't like you don't notice the shine as much. It's a it's a very fast paced game. You don't have players standing still very much. You don't have time to notice those small details. So I I don't think it like it would detract as much from a, a sport that's not as fast paced as hockey. First of all, before Lonnie talks about helmets, um, the best thing about baseball is one twenty p.m. So shut your mouth when night games. The one twenty p.m. is the end all be all for baseball. Now, nah, just nah. starting in there. Oh, that's, that's not. No, no, you, you just you know you can take your rock pile, but one twenty that is that is baseball as far as I'm concerned. Um, Spoken like somebody who grew up at a whose team <laughs> didn't have lights for the first uh, nine, nine years, years of my life, life. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so Lonnie, I. I I think the mat's great. I think it's great. I think the, um, I, you know, I think it's, I, I like it on the, the, I mean, I also, I also like the red Arizona jerseys too. I think they're, that, that, that is their good Jersey. Um, I think the mat really works with it. And I think the black mat works too. I think, um, I think it's fun to see, you know, see them going in that direction. I think Chrome was incredibly dumb. Um, and I think that this is such a such a great move in the right direction. I don't mind like the basic sort of whatever helmet. Like that's fine too. Like I don't if you know, but but I like that it's going in this direction. This is a fun yeah. fun twist on the on the helmet thing. I didn't notice as much in the red, but with the black jersey, when I was kind of looking at it, like or the black man helmet, I just with like I said, there are so many helmets. Even Bauer has three or four helmets that guys are wearing right now, and the CCMs and the word like just all the different curves and and the shine like. The match just it made it more watchable. 
it, it, it was smooth. It was cool. You know, pair up the mad helmet with 3d, the 3d coming out logos that oh, they've yeah. got now, like which yeah. work really well in hockey. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in for that. I'm, 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 and then for football, just to throw, like, I think it depends on the team and the color to me, like oh, baseball, absolutely. baseball works better with shine with the gloss hockey, I think is going to work better with Matt football. It really depends on teams and colors. Like the Vikings, uh, purple mat, love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Wow, you said something nice about the Vikings. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's, it's, but I think I think the Bears navy would not. No, exactly. Exactly. You know, I I don't think Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay does either. Would, would be terrible. No, I do too. The no, I think that the, I think the the red and the black, particularly the shade of red and this black in the fir- yeah. uh, sort of the first two being the mat helmets, I think is a good test case. Yeah. And, I'm, I'm interested to see how the white helmets will look. I'm afraid that white may not look good in matte. It's not going to be as noticeable. Yeah. Right. But I'm, I'm wondering if it's going to be too dull. So, but yeah. Too I, muted. Yeah. I'm all possible. for any team with black, blue, or red helmets going matte. Yeah. I think it'll be solid. Um, yeah. And, and I think with, with the NHL changing the rule that teams don't have to have different color helmets in the same game anymore, I think we may see more of this map. L- little interesting rule change they made with, with, with that. So, um, yep. And they don't have to be contrasting anymore. Car- Carolina got that rule in. So you can have the same jersey top and helmet color, which you couldn't have before. So, I think it's good. You should be able. That's that's that was a dumb rule. I'm glad Carolina got that moved. Yeah, that was that was an old black and white TV rule. Yeah, it makes refer- sense. And a referee yeah. site. Yeah, there there were a lot of things that were there were old school like that. But yeah, okay, we're done with jerseys. It's 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 Black Friday shopping time. It sure is. It is, and if you want to get a mycustomsportshare.com, you can go do it. There's a code. Click on the link. You know, Manscaped, they also have codes slash PHN20. Get your twigs and berries right next to your tree. You can you can do a lot of trimming. A lot of trimming this time of year. Do it, Manscaped. So we, we like those guys at My Custom Source Chain Manscaped. Two great companies. Attention shoppers, welcome to the PHN first Black Friday sales event. This Friday, we have Patrick Kane on sale. So there's a couple of free agent names out there um, in the NHL. And one that's getting very, very, very close to making the decision is probably the most skilled player out there. And also the biggest question, if his skills are going to translate after hip surgery, Patrick Kane coming down to final days. Um, the rumor is in any any week now, he's going to decide where, where he wants to go. He's being courted by a few teams. Um, we, we see Buffalo, the Rangers, Florida, Detroit, all getting mentioned uh, highly in, in the Patrick Kane pursuit, Lonnie. Would you like a laugh before we get into this? Yes. There's a headline in the San Jose Mercury News okay, from stop. a day ago. Could, could the San Jose Sharks find a way into the Patrick Kane mix? That should be the shortest article ever. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> okay. He's got a better chance of going back to Chicago than he does anything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, and there's absolutely no chance. He'd... Okay. Um, interesting list of teams. 
uh, all Eastern Conference teams, with obviously the exception of San Jose. Um, and oh, I, I forgot. <laughs> Dallas has been rumored. I forgot. But, but that okay. cooled, that's cooled off. That in, is cooled in last off a lot. Week or so, we haven't heard that name come up. So that was yeah, the only think, Western Conference team. Right. I think the names that are most associated yes. with Kane right now are Panthers, Wings, Sabres, Rangers. Yes. Um, Sabres, uh, the, you know, I mean, I'm not going to try and handicap it right now, but like the obvious, you know, the hometown mix of the, of, um, Buffalo, uh, to bring it with the Red Wings. Um, and then, you know, Rangers where he spent last year in Florida has some, you know, Chicago, some Chicago connections. Not as much as it did. Not as much anymore. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So, you know, I don't know. I'm, uh, I think it's a interesting uh, mix of teams, though, in it in, in it form at this point. It, so, Buffalo is the best story to write. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hometown kid, American boy, comes home. Buffalo trying to get over the hump. If he brings him to the playoffs, I mean that that's that's the story, right? That's the that's the made for TV movie. Yep. Yep. And also the the team with the most room cap wise to do it out of the teams mentioned Detroit from a skill standpoint and throwing him back with Debrinket, I mean that that makes the most chemistry sense because we saw him and Panarin in New York didn't have it right away last year. No, it, it took him a bit and you know Kane was hobbled. Debrinket, I think clicks real quick. It hasn't been that long for the two of them. Yeah. Um you get down to Florida in New York and they have to make all their moves to get him there. They're, they're, I mean, the cap situation with those two teams is the moves have to come um, for them. Uh, I guess technically with the Rangers, it probably doesn't because of LTIR stuff, but that with Adam Fox, but we don't yeah, know. The, right. right. I mean, I mean, we don't know the extent of that. Then yes, they have, you know, almost nine and a half million because of LTIR, but we don't like there are other moves will have to happen, whether they're now or later, because something's got to give Fox is on the road trip with them that they just embarked on not playing, but like he, he joined them on the road for it. And for, I mean, we all know hockey culture when, when you're injured, you're injured and you stay away. When you're joining the team on the road, that means something is imminent about to happen. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I mean, my, I, I would, I, I hate that I want to see it. I really do being a Hawks like him in a Detroit jersey. Like I have, I have flashbacks of another of my favorite player of all time that did this, and it's really, really painful. I don't want the winged wheel on Patrick Kane, but to me, that makes the most sense. I mean, I think Florida actually makes the most sense. I don't know what Florida can do to not screw up their roster. Take a gamble on a mid-30s player with a hip injury. That's the problem I have with Florida. I, I don't know if if adding him from what they have to subtract helps them. I mean, you got to figure out what it is you have to subtract, though, too. I mean, it's going to have to be probably something pretty substantial. I mean, it's going to have to be something substantial. You only have 600,000 in cap space right now. And, and he's looking for, for a three to four year deal is the rumor. Like he's, he's not look- looking for a one, one season thing, right? He's looking for a three to four year deal. And if you're Florida, with the exception of Ekblad and Mikola, your entire blue line 
is a UFA after this season. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, with the so exception every, of it, six so of your forwards. I was going to say the their bottom six forwards and then some are gone. Like, oh yeah, and you're not going to build around Patrick Kane. So right, that's the problem. Is you've got you've got Barkov and Kachuk two absolutely and, and Ekblad. Frankly, you've got three guys in your mid to late twenties still, not even at their prime, that that you're paying a lot of money to. That's who you build around. You're going to have to move. I mean, you're going to have to move a guy like Sam Reinhardt. Well, if you get Kane, does that mean you're not signing Reinhardt after the season? That's what I'm wondering. Is that, is that I think six and a half to. million? I, I think I think it has to mean that. Yeah, I think it has. But but you've got to find a taker for six and a half million right now because you're not going to sign him. But you're going to need to. He's he's the most logical guy to clear up the space you need right now. If you're going to give Kane, say three and eighteen to fit in that sort of cap spot, you're going to have to move Reinhardt six and a half, or you're going to have to move some combination of, you know, six to six and a half million dollars elsewhere. And that's is, just, a, that's a lot to ask. Richard is Sam Reinhardt first round pick tradable. Do you first think round? a team would give up a first rounder for Sam Reinhardt? Mm-hmm. Depends how desperate they are. Um, I I don't think so. I, I can't. I can't imagine. What about second round pick? You might be able to get a second round pick for him. I mean, twenty five points in nineteen games this year. He yeah, eighty two and seventy eight in his first year with the Panthers. I mean, he is close to. I mean, he's over three quarters of a point a game. Right he, around he that, eight and five in the playoff run last year. Yeah. Yeah. So, because he, he, here's here, here's why I say that Florida needs a pick. They don't have yeah. a first and second round pick next this coming draft, and they don't have a first after. So, do is Sam Reinhardt the move to get back into the draft and signing game? But are you making your team better trading away Sam Reinhardt at 28 years old versus re-signing yeah. him with all the money you have versus Kane? At plus, I mean, plus Kane is a look. Kane is a supremely talented player there is or was a supremely talented player there is yes. no question we have no idea i mean look obviously teams are going to have to have a look at him before they sign up they're going to see how he's teams, like you're, you're going to have to know and even at that there's no guarantee yeah but teams saw him last year at the trade deadline when he orchestrated his way to new york and we saw like mm-hmm. that that new york ranger kane that's injured kane right i mean and we don't know what so he's going to be somewhere between ranger kane and 2015 blackhawks kane that's that, that that's the bar. It's just right. It's, it's that's a big range though. Yes. And the problem is we just don't. If, if he is well past Ranger Kane, closer to 2015 Kane, then then yeah, maybe he, maybe that's a gamble you take if you're the defending Eastern Conference champions. But yeah. I'm not sure that if you don't know, like if you just don't have a sense of what the medical is going to look like, or it comes back a little cloudy. I'm not sure you trade that. That's a trade you make Reinhardt for, for Kane. Unless there's, unless the talks with the agent and right, like unless Reinhardt and Florida aren't going to be a thing. That the only reason you do that, I think in my opinion, is if you know, Reinhardt doesn't want to come back. Like if it's, if one of those things where it's a 90% chance he's gone. Right. Cause you've had talks with the agent by now. 
Of course. You're getting a sense of what Reinhardt wants. That's just, I, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he was a, he was the, gotta remember, he was the number two pick in 2014 by Buffalo. He was part of that whole Buffalo years of drafting high and getting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, prediction. Where's, where's, where's he going, Richard? Where, where's Mr. Patrick Kane ending up? I mean, the name that seems to be popping up the most is Florida. But as we had just talked about, they have a lot of work to do to may, be able to make cap room to keep him longer than just a one-year deal, which is what sounds like Patrick Kane wants. And we know what he wants is what he's going to get. Um, I think, I mean, obviously the the whole Buffalo situation would be just a journalist dream, a uh, sports writer's dream in the Buffalo area. Um, but I, I see Florida making the room. Uh, they're, they're, they're a Stanley cup runner up. They still have plenty of pieces, you know, in place. They're still very much a contender. And I think that's, what's going to draw him, um, to Florida is, it's going to be a team in contention for the next year or two, even if they bring them in. Yeah, Lonnie, I don't disagree with that. I, mean, I think Florida makes probably the, the most sense in terms of the big picture. I'm just not sure if it makes sense for Florida with what they have to move. No, I mean, oddly enough, I, I think in, in the short term, yeah, Florida probably makes the most sense. I think in the longer term, their window probably shrinks by signing him. Um, I mean, certainly it stays open this year, but you, they've got a lot of financial decisions to make after this season, whether they sign Kane or not. So, you know, what, what, you know, their window, who, not really sure what happens to it. Honestly, I think, I mean, I, I, I am as a Red Wings fan, I am, I am ready to be hurt when he doesn't pick Detroit, but I think he's going to go to Detroit. I've talked myself into it. I, I, I think Detroit makes the most sense for all the it, reasons. It's close to Chicago. It's close to Buffalo. You're a four hour drive from yeah. each of those homes for him. I, you know, Andy gets to play with, you know, one of his favorite teammates of all time. I think you put him Larkin and the Brinket on a line together. I mean, oh, yeah. look out, I, but I am fully prepared for, for him to take the, I mean, it is the if he is fully prepared to play three to four more years, then I think Detroit makes the most sense because the window, I think, is starting to open. Yeah, I think if it's, you know, Florida, it's the win now and we see where it goes. Yeah, I, but I, I think I, Detroit makes a lot of sense for the, you know, maybe not as much for this season with the window, but after that. Yeah, I think Detroit's one. I think Florida's two. I'll put Buffalo three, New York four. Um, I just, if he wanted to go home, I think he would have done it by now. Sure. I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. I think he would have picked New York if he was going to pick New York. Yeah. So, but I, 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 yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we also have a sale on Canadian forwards. Wayne Simmons is on sale. Shoppers, get this deal before it's gone. Richard, you throw out Wayne Simmons on there. Um, is I, he coming back? You, you, you think so? Like I, every I, so often we hear a story, but I, I don't, I don't know if anybody really wants him. I, I mean, there, there's not really any murmurs about, you know, wanting to, to pick him up, but I, I think if there's a team in a desperate enough situation 
where they just they need to just beef up their maybe their second or third line a little bit. Um, I think this is a good Black Friday deal that you could get him on the cheap. He's an unrestricted free agent right now. Um, You could probably get him for a one-year deal. I'm sure he would take it. Well, I mean, of course he would take it. But if you you feel like you're on the cusp of breaking through into a playoff spot and maybe making a playoff run and you need that piece, you know, not not in your first line, but second, third line, I, I... I say, pull the trigger, go for it. Yeah, I just, I, I, I think more okay. third, fourth, and second, third, but I think more fourth, third. Okay. Than anything. Yeah, Can we agree I mean, third line? At best. <laughs> I think that's a ceiling. Yeah, I mean, he's somewhere around forward, like, you know, um, you know, he's definitely sort of a, yeah, bottom third, top fourth line kind of guy. Um, but he, he would create depth to a roster. He he would be, he would definitely be an addition, not a subtraction. He's definitely sort of forward nine, 10, 11, 12 out of your 12. I think he could be an addition. It depends on the team and the situation and, and what the ask is. Right. I, it, I mean, if you're asking him to be like a, a, a you know, true middle six forward, yeah. I think you're going to end up disappointed. Okay. I also don't think he's going to cost. I mean, I do think he's going to be one year out of that minimum prorated, you know, kind of number two. I mean, if I'm, if I'm looking for, if I'm looking for that, I think I'm going to go get and try Josh Bailey. Who was released from his PTO by, from the Islanders about a month ago. Right. But I mean, I mean, unless it's, 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 it, it, health-wise but I, I don't know i black friday shopping i think yeah you can get them real cheap you can get a hell of a deal yeah um you know but you know in, in a in about a month you could probably get shane pinto for a hell of a deal too <laughs> i mean there's that too <laughs> I, I just i don't know i mean it, it i'm not i don't see waiting simmons come back I, I think he i think retirement is a thing for him which, which is why retirement. which is why we have him on the discount rack during our black friday sale got it got it Lonnie, any any discounts you're looking at on the Black Friday rack in the NHL free agent world? Not really. Josh Bailey is an interesting name. That's sort of the one name out there that once he was released, you know, again, I think health being sort of the question mark there. Um, but I mean, big body, n- not short on skill. I, you know, if, if he's healthy enough, I, I think he's, you know, worth a flyer in the right, in the right situation. But again, you know, the, the health concern is, is, you know, paramount of just what kind of shape he's in. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, the, the Blackhawks do need to sign a, a, a veteran winger with Taylor Hall going out for the year and figure that whole situation out. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't see weights. I, I, I see Bailey before Simmons. Richard. Okay. That, that, that's my discount rack. Um, That's your Kane's, okay. Kane's coming off the shelf first. <laughs> oh yeah, sure no, no, he, he he is uh, he is the uh, the doorbuster yeah. as we would call it. I'm not sure it's going to be a Friday discount. Yeah, it's not going to be. I mean, it's certainly going to be a discount from his you know last well, he's contract. Not ten but, five, right? No, 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 but it's not going to be quite as deep a discount as, as uh, you might hope on a Black Friday. But what he's going to add? He's going to want six. What he's going to add to the team is going to be, you know, worth the price if you yeah. can get even if you Maybe. get a discount. I, you know, I, 
I think even off the ice, you're going to get a, a veteran player who's going to be able to coach the younger members of your squad. That's worth it. Man, if you would have said that about Patrick Kane in his 28-year-old year, I don't think people would have believed you. Oh, no. They, they would have laughed at you. The changes he's made in five, six years are as dramatic as any player in modern history. Yeah. If you went back to Buffalo, it'd be a heck of a return going from slapping around cabbies to, <sighs> you know. Well, he, I mean, he, he said years ago he would never go to Buffalo, and he saw, in, in last year he softened on that. I mean, he made yeah. a pretty bold statement he never wanted to play in Buffalo, and that softened a bit. Quite a bit, actually. Yeah, you get older, you have kids, like, you know, priorities change. and Right. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have the flow that he used to coming out of the helmet. That's true. You know. That too. You know, shinier forehead than he used to. It's uh, Right. Yeah, so that's, we'll see. It, it's definitely going to be some good Black Friday deals, but uh, we'll, we'll keep there. Um, yeah. I mean, talk about blow after blow to Toronto, Lonnie. Like, Klingberg, their big offseason signing, and boom, he's LTIR. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, they're, they're in so much injury trouble right now. Mm-hmm. Um, their LTIR right now is uh, Muzzin, Matt Murray, Klingberg, uh, uh, Lil, Lilgren, and, and Timmons. I mean, I know not a couple of those guys, not the biggest names, but like, you know, that's three defensemen though uh, on LTIR. It's, uh, I mean, they are in, they are in tough shape. And and the scary thing, Richard, Darren Drager reported that he tweaked something in his hip, which mm. is what he had the double hip surgery on right back in, you know, nine years ago. So, you know, surgeries only last so long. You tweak where it was surgically repaired, you know, repaired about a decade ago. Then you go on LTIR for a guy that's not young. Um, no. This, this is not good for Toronto, man. Um, but he's also only 31. I mean, it's not like he's... But he's a 31 defenseman. Yeah. yeah. Heavy minute. I mean, that's about 34, 35-year-old body with, with minutes. Yeah. He played a lot of minutes uh, for Dallas over yeah. his uh, his 10, 11 years with them. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it definitely, uh, you know, as we'd mentioned, big trouble for, for Toronto. Uh, and... You know, as you were mentioning, you know, there's not a lot of big names, uh, you know, at towards the bottom of that LTIR list, but they are pieces that, you know, need to be filled. And when you're coming up against, you know, battling these injuries and, you know, trying to gauge when players are coming back and dipping into your minor league system, uh, that's going to have a toll on you in, in a, you know, very tough division to keep pace with. Yeah. I mean, Connor Timmons is about to come off LTIR, it looks like, but he's a forward young right. going forward that they have, you know, you got Klingberg on right. there, Matt Murray, Jake Muzzin. That's a heck of, that's a heck of a, a 30 something all-star team right there on LT IR. Um, you know, Lonnie, where, where do they go? I mean, they're, they're thin at defense. They're, they're only carrying six defensemen now on the roster because of their cap situation. Right. I mean, you, you know, theoretically you, you know, it, it's sort of part of it. You know, if you dip into uh dip into the currently unsigned, you've got to sort of factor in how long some of these guys are going to be out because, you know, you're not, I mean, they actually have more cap space than they usually do. Um, given the, that the, the eight figure contract, some of their forwards are signed to, but, um, you know, and in the division you're in, you really can't, if you're Toronto, you can't afford to 
just stand pat at this point and wait to see who comes back. It is a log jam between two through five in the Atlantic. So, I mean, you could take a look at what's on the, what's on the market, but it's, you know, you, you've got a, you know, the, the free agent market at least, but you probably have to make a trade for a, you got to see what sort of either high end minor league or, you know, third pair type for uh I mean, you've got three fifth rounders this year, you know, you package that and something to pick someone up. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess the, the only uh, saving grace for them is they know for a fact, Jake Muzzin's money is usable. Like Muzzin's out for the year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We know that Matt Murray's out indefinitely. It was started before the season. I mean, you can pretty much say that you got most of his, if not all of his salary to lose. So use, but I mean, so you probably got about 9 million, 10 million that they do have to play regardless of Klingberg. Like, if Klingberg comes back, you can still fit him. But I mean, you, you've got nine to 10 million to use on a defenseman. That's a lot of money to find a guy. Yeah, it's just a question of what's uh, available. What's available on the market, yeah. either free agent or trade, and that's, um, you know, look, most teams aren't going to want to. Even you, you have a lot of cap space, but you don't have a ton of other tradable assets if you're Toronto. So you can go and, you know, you could try to trade for a defenseman, but who wants to make Toronto better? That's sort of the other thing. Any Western Conference team that wants to get better themselves? I mean, Toronto has no second-round picks for the next three years. They got a they first. They have a year. first this year. Um, they don't have a. They don't have their own third, and they have three fifths. But like, you know, who's first round? Who, who's a first-round pick worthy defenseman right now that's on the market? Who's a first-round worthy? Okay, that, that was a loaded statement. Um. Oh God, that's right, and that's the thing that yeah. Toronto. I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but like that's the yeah. thing that Toronto's got to sort of, the Toronto's got to be looking into is who's who's worth giving up their first for, in order to try to get uh, try to get better. I mean, you know, I I had one going into the season, but everything changed with Vancouver being good. And I'm not sure Tyler Myers is on the block anymore of that veteran middle defensive pair type no. thing. Right. <sighs> Noah Hannafin. If Calgary's waving the uh, white flag. That's an interesting name. I mean, Tyson, Tyson Barry's out there and Tyson he doesn't Barry's have, he there. has no, he, he's free. He doesn't have a modified no movement clause or anything. I don't know if you can get a first round for him, though. I think no, I, you. I, I don't I, think you need I, a first round. Yeah. No, I just, think just. Try, I think you. I think you try to get a first. I mean, look. I think t- Toronto is not operating in a position of strength. Uh, they are incredibly desperate, and so yeah, I think you try to hold them up the best. You know, you you know mask. You know, you don't even have to wear a mask with a gun. Like, just stick them up and see what uh, see what they'll they'll pony up. Ooh, I got a na- bad spot. I, I got a name that is very Toronto-y that seems it would fit them. Matt Dumba. There you go. That would be 
I'm going to call that one. Matt Dumba to Toronto is going to happen. Okay. I like that one. I like that one too. We'll see what, uh, see what Arizona can get out of them for it. Yeah. Who needs to retire in Toronto that they need to get? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that yeah. joke never gets old. No, it does. So, um, and then I, you know, kind of go in reverse order. The biggest news of the week, Richard, uh, Patrick Liney scratched, um, called it the the exact quote over my career. It's probably the most embarrassing thing that's happened to me. I'm not happy about it. They know that it is what it is. It's over and done. Richard, do you believe those last four words? It's over and done uh, involving a Columbus it, blue jackets and an unhappy player. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I do not believe that it is done and it is over. Um, I mean, this is a guy who has a, you know, a brush with, uh, with management and with uh, with coaching staff, uh, his entire career. Um, this is not the last we're going to hear about any disciplinary measures going against Patrick Line A. So here, here's here's my question, Alani. Yeah, he's been Yarmo Kakalainen, their GM, has now been there for a decade. Is it time to make a change? Like, it, we've we've gone through coach, we've gone through a lot of different type of coaches. Yep. <laughs> and. Columbus, some getting fired at interesting times or leaving at interesting times. Is this the time for a GM change after a decade of nothingness in CBJ? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's a, I mean, he, he has had, he has signed 251 players to, nearly one, uh, $1.2 billion in contracts. And not bad over a decade though. And 25 players a year. I, they're just, it's just treading water though. And I mean, I thought, I mean, I thought you could have made a pretty good argument after he butchered the, you know, the hiring Babcock who, I mean, yeah. you bring in a coach with all of the red flags that he had to a fairly young team and it blew up in his face. I mean, this isn't an untalented group of players and I just can't figure out exactly what it is they're attempting to do. And, And Vincent is the fifth coach he's hired in his tenure. He inherited Todd Richards. Yep. Hired Tortorella, hired Brad Larson, hired Mike Babcock, who never coached the game, and then has Pascal Vincent. Yeah, this is uh yeah, this is this is dumb. Why are we still doing this with him? That's it. this reminds me a lot of San Jose with Todd McClellan. Mm-hmm. They, they changed everything but the head coach, and it wasn't a knock on like McClellan. Sometimes you just need to move on in right. sports, like the voice yeah, will right. last so long. You know, San Jose hasn't done a darn thing, but I mean, like he, he, they changed everything but him. They eventually changed the goalie. Cause like, that was the last thing. And then McCle- like McClellan's doing fine where he's been, but it just, to me, it's like at some point you've got to look at management and Kekalainen's the constant. Over the course of almost 11 years, he has, I, I mean, the roster is fully his. Yep. There yeah. is no, 
no piece of this that he didn't have a part in maybe with the exception of drafting Boone Jenner. I'm not sure the timing of that, but everybody else like this is his team and there are good pieces on, I mean, there are some really good pieces on this team that like his coaching decisions have not helped things. This team should should not a team with, you know, Gaudreau, Lina, Jenner, Sean Karai is a nice piece. Um, Those four, I mean, and you spent so much money on your blue line. Like you shouldn't be five, 11 and four with this group. Sorry. Six. Sorry. uh, Five playoff appearances since the 2013, 14 season when he was hired in the middle of, Mm-hmm. He has never finished above third in the division. Hasn't been in the playoffs since 1920. Lost in the second round. Wait, 2020? 2019-2020 season. So the 2020 oh, so playoffs. Yes, 2020 right. playoffs. Where they, they, that was the, the qualifying round season, the, right. the bubble season, and where he beat the Maple Leafs because who doesn't beat the Maple Leafs in the first round of a playoff? And then he lost to the Lightning. Lightning had a good year that year. Yeah. Um, They've well, that was, never that been was also past, the that was the lightning revenge tour. Yes. Yeah. They I mean, this is a, a franchise that has never been past the the second round. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's time. Like, come on. Past. Past time. That yeah. ownership needs to do something. Right. I mean, granted, he came in in the middle of a season, but you know, midseason GM moves aren't I mean, they don't feel all that common to me. Unless no, they, they don't you know, mistaken, but like if this holds and they finish last on the division and look, it's not like, I mean, if you're in the NHL, you know, sort of like the, the reference to the lions losing to a not great team yesterday. Like you're still perfect. Like, these are all still professional teams. You can get got on any night, right? Oh yeah. Like, it, but if this is, is a competitive division, every division is a competitive division, but if this sort of holds, like they're just not making any strides and yeah, you can change the coaches all you want, but like hiring and firing Babcock in a two month period, like that's a, that's an own goal as a fully self-inflicted. Wound. Yeah. And his, and his contract expires after the 24, 25 season. So you're not going to eat a lot nah. by getting rid of him. No, you, you move on it. You move on after the season, pay him his last year and wish him well. But like, this is too good of a roster to be, you know, 14 points in 20 games. That's insane. It's the yep. what fourth worst uh, point percentage. And in, yeah. in hockey trailing only the juggernauts that are the sharks, Blackhawks and Oilers. Oh, and by the way, um, take out the, the sharks, Blackhawks, they're telegraphing what they're going to do. The Oilers, we talked about at length last yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so and, and the CBJ is like Edmonton. They were going for it this year, right? I mean, that's it. Like, yeah, right. The sh- the Sharks and the Blackhawks are still in full tank mode. Um, but yeah, the Oilers and and look, somebody somebody's got to finish, you know, last in the division, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's yeah. just that's just math. That's how it goes. But like, it wasn't supposed to be Columbus. Columbus was with with the roster they've spent, they have, and they've assembled, and the money that they have spent. They were supposed to be better than this. 
No, it's supposed to be Washington and Philly battling for the bottom of that division yes, this year. Right? <clears throat> yep. You know, that's right. And and so I'll ask you this, Richard. If if one team was gonna make the playoffs between these two, you had to pick one. You can't pick like neither. Edmonton or Columbus, who are you more confident in? Oh, Edmonton. Yeah. And I think that I mean, I think ninety-nine out of a hundred people would say that, which tells you the problem. Yeah. And it's Columbus. So yeah, yeah clean that up. Uh, you know, we'd like to talk about women's hockey a bit. I don't know if you guys saw this. PWHL, they basically announced um, they they had to. Uh, they, they showed up on ice for, for their preseason practices and whatnot, and everybody was wearing generic jerseys. Uh, Haley Slavin and the Athletic did a deep dive on it, and basically they are not doing team identities this first no. season. They're going generic jerseys, uh, you know, old like Ranger-style jersey where they're going to do the diagonal name of the city on the Jersey because they just haven't had enough time to throw everything together. Um, there's a really interesting article on the athletic and basically they said, yeah, we, we, we don't want to do this wrong. Um, but we didn't want to del- Like we, we promised the players like a season this season. That was all part of the negotiation when they, when mm-hmm. they did everything. I mean, I get it. You, you don't want to rush now, but you have some identity from the previous league. That was pretty good. You could have used, and it seems like they're scrapping most of that. I mean, I, to, to come out with, with generic in the first season when you're trying to market the heck. And I know how long it takes. I've been in Jersey redesigns and things. I, I get all that. And I know six months isn't long, but I mean, I think it's a miss to not be able to market yourself right away. Uh, absolutely. We love our women's hockey here on the PHN podcast. Yeah, love I, it. Yeah. I, I, I still wouldn't mind getting one of the, the generic jerseys, but uh, yeah. Um, when you were talking about, uh, Vegas, definitely, this is definitely a swing and a miss. You, you need to put something out there, even if it's not going to be the permanent identity of the team, even if it's not going to be a team nickname, you need to give them at least colors for the first season. You need to give them, um, you know, something to differentiate besides just black and white jerseys. This is, this is, this is ultimate beer league Jersey here. It, it, it feels like practice, like practice Jersey. Yeah, the beer well, league is probably so, a better. So they're gonna get colors. Each like each team is gonna have their own color identity for the season. No. with mm. with with the name New York or Boston or Ottawa oh, going. Okay, you know on the front. Yeah. Um. So so they're not gonna just be practice jerseys like they're wearing now for camp. Okay, gotcha, There's gonna gotcha, be no gotcha. name, no logo. It's literally just gonna be the six cities with six different color schemes for the year. You know, I, I, you know, if if they're not ready, I don't mind that. I, I don't mind that at all, like because the team's nickname is not the most important thing. Where they play, I feel, is the most important thing. They've got, and that's interesting within itself, right? They've got a lot of good choices, and then Minnesota's playing at the Excel, which I, but shocked me that they're not playing at the practice facility. I was I was a little surprised by that too. Um, you taken a bet on the popularity of hockey, and a lot of these players have Minnesota ties, which is, is smart in building a building a you know fairly new organization. Um, think it, think that works. Um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what kind of numbers they put in. I mean, it may be a you covering up the the upper bowl at some point. Oh, for sure. In the lower bowl, but I think um, I think it shows at least a real commitment to the product. If you're going to try putting them in the big building, Lonnie, help me out here, being the Minnesota guy. 
Yeah. Minnesota. So all the, all the, all the teams, the color schemes make sense. Um, Minnesota's going Navy blue and white. What's the tie? No clue. I mean, St. Paul Saints are that, those colors. They're more royal blue, I guess. Than they're Navy, more royal right? blue than yeah. navy blue, yeah. That was the only one I couldn't figure out. All the others, like they're kind of tied to the, the NHL team. The New York uh, team is more like Liberty. The WNBA yeah. colors, which I mean, so there's... T- I didn't get the, the navy blue and... And, and white. I'm gonna have to go into my yeah. Have to go, I'm gonna have to dig into my Minnesota sports history at some point and see if there's a connection or what the story. And, and I think is. black too. I, I can't tell if it's just navy blue in the picture and black. I see or, it. I see it listed as purple, black, and white. Purple. So that's purple, not even navy blue. So purple, black. What's your WNBA team's colors up there? Uh, the the links, links, right? Are, links are the same as the Timberwolves. Okay. So, so like a. Uh, I mean, they've changed colorways so many purple, times. Purple, black, the and white. You got, you got to dig for us here. Yeah. Have purple for the Vikings? We going Vikings touch? Is that that where they're tying it into? Would be? I don't know. It looks like. But it's not, the, it's not the Viking purple. It's not the Viking purple. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looks, digging. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into this a bit. We got a guy on the beat for you, Richard. Okay. Perfect. Love it. You, you know, people ask people. We'll see what I can do. Yeah. So I love it. I'm, I'm glad that they have a season. I'm glad that they quote unquote rushed it. As they said, I just like for a marketing opportunity. Oh, it, it's bad. It's so it, NHL. <laughs> I, I just, I just hope the final product they put out there is, is worth the yes. wait here. I'm excited to see it. Cause excited it, if, to see it. If it's spectacular, um, I don't mind the wait. Okay. That's good. You're, you're more patient than me. Yeah, I know. I know. Your turn, Richard. It's your favorite time. Favorite time, the Bet 99 PHN Picks of the Week. Uh, shall we recap last time we met on uh, on games we picked for uh, Veterans Day, November 11th? Uh, no. Adam. No. Adam. So this week, so let's just go to this week's picks. A- Adam had a fantastic week uh, correctly picking the winner of the uh, what was it? The Dallas, Dallas game, the Dallas, Dallas Winnipeg, Winnipeg game. Uh, that that was his correct pick of the week. Uh, Lonnie, zero <laughs> and five, zero yeah. and five. Hurt. Listen, it, it hurts. It's my, it was my first week. It's my uh, oh, it's preseason for me. Oh God, we, we've, we've had a couple of weeks on you. I, I get it. Zero uh, and five. Yep. Uh, not not the best start, but you know you, you could dig back. Um, I went three and two. Had a, had a winning week, uh, not 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 as good as I would have liked, but you know we're, we're building on this. Um, so here is a chance for Adam to uh, reclaim himself as the uh, the PHN uh, champ from last season. Wait, and, Richard, is uh, this the by the way? Is this the first time in two years you've been over five hundred? On the first line, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's been, been a while for you. I've been flirting with it, but uh, it's been hard for me to stay over this this five hundred mark. I'm going to try and say at, at eight and seven on the season, I'm going to try and, uh, and, and, uh, you know, boost that a little bit. All right. Game number one. And and by the way, uh, I, I think the NHL just kind of threw all the best games on Friday. Saturday slate is a little thin, but since we do Saturday games, this is what we got. Uh, game number one, actually not too bad. Uh, Boston at the New York Rangers, Adam, who you like? 
Boston's just so like Boston. I'm not. How can you pick against Boston this year? Uh, you know that that Rangers matchup is always kind of a toss up with these two, but I, I agree there. Boston's just doing great this year. I mean, it's definitely the game. It's the game of the night. It is. Let's, yeah. Let's not kid uh, ourselves. I'm taking game Boston. of the afternoon, I guess. I'm taking Boston too, and I do. The the what screws us up with the the schedule being what it is, uh, like today on Friday is everybody. <laughs> except for two teams are on a back-to-back right but but you tie this in boston's on the road as home new york's on the road but they're both playing in the afternoon so they both have to travel they both yeah that's right they both have to travel and it's not like a you know a night day situation yeah. so i think it works yeah. out ultimately fine but yes yeah um yeah i'm gonna have to go i you know new york's Pretty decent at home, better than on the end. No, I'm going Boston. I, I they're, they're both first place teams. I mean, yeah, I know they're, they're both. This they're is both this first is a, place teams. It's gonna be a really good game to watch. So you know, this one, yeah, definitely coin flip for me. Um, all right, I'll, I'll take Boston. Game number two, just as exciting as game number one. Buffalo at the New York at uh, New York Jets at the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> wow. I saw the N and the J. I don't know where my brain is early this well, morning. Well, the, Jet, the Jets do play in New Jersey. They, so I they sure do. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You, uh, do you have a little magic mushroom action on uh, your Thanksgiving that you're thinking of the Jets? <laughs> yeah, that, that would be the you? only reason why I'd be thinking of the Jets. All yeah, right. The, the Buffalo Sabres at the New Jersey Devils. Lonnie, who you got? I, boy, I'm taking the Sabres. All right. Adam. I'm taking Jersey because their Friday night game is basically a night off and Buffalo is going to have a tough one versus Pittsburgh. I mean, they're playing Columbus. Jersey's hosting Columbus. Yeah. Okay. So you're taking Jersey. We've already spent too many words on Columbus. Yes. This episode. Yes. Um, I'm going uh, Buffalo as well. New Jersey is just horrendous at home. So I think that streak is going to continue. All right. Game number three. The Philadelphia Flyers at the New York Islanders. Adam, who you got? Yeah, this this was the tough one that you put up there. Um, I I keep waiting for the Islanders to get back on track. I, I really right? do. Um, and I still I can't figure out why Philly is as good as they are. I'm especially on like I didn't see this offense coming from them. Um. Let me go Philly because I don't like that the Islanders are coming from a different country the night before. All right. Bonnie. Um, I mean, it's like Ottawa. It's not that far of a flight. Um, but Philly's coming from Philly. I mean, they have the easier travel. They do. Uh, but they have the tougher. Ma- uh, yeah, they have the tougher matchup, though, today. Uh, I'm going to take the Islanders. All right. Um, I'm going Philly as well. Uh, Islanders are on a, what, a two, three game winning streak right now? Two game. Two game? Two at the time of this recording, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but yeah, their their defense is kind of atrocious. I, I'll go Philly. All right. Game number four, the Calgary Flames at the Colorado <laughs> Avalanche. Is, I'm just going to ask this. Are any of you guys picking Calgary? No. No. Okay, so we need to pick a different game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look at the lineup and tell me what else we got. Well, I mean, I mean, we could do Vegas, Arizona. I know you'd well, love is, that. Is, any, is anybody picking Arizona? 
You got Vancouver, San Jose. Is anybody picking San Jose? Yeah, no, fair point. The NHL, uh, the NHL screwed us. Let's be honest. The right, NHL yeah. screwed us. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, this is the, the, the best game of what's left here. It's the best of the worst. Yeah, right. Um, and then t- the other best of the worst, Toronto at Pittsburgh. This there's some juiciness to this one. I, it's, it, it's not it's not the worst. It's not the Vancouver San Jose game, but it's 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 not the the juicy one that that I really want. I'll go for I, I'm going to go Toronto because I think the schedule is in their favor. They're they're in Chicago for a day game on Friday, and then they get to go. Well, well the Buffalo Pittsburgh game is going to be a physical game, so I like Toronto on the back end, the back to back. Yeah, same. I'll take Toronto. All right. Um, I'm just going to go Buffalo or not Buffalo Pittsburgh to go. You on the jets. I'm going the Pittsburgh jets. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going, I'm going Pittsburgh in this one just to go opposite you guys. Um, yeah. It worked All pretty right. well for you last week. It sure did. All right. There are picks of the week. You can follow us on Twitter at PHN podcast, and you could use the hashtag PHN picks to submit your picks and see how well you do against Adam. I'm going to, I'm going to go well, before we hit the, uh, the finish stuff. Uh, I don't know when you, when you look at NHL, you know how they have the TVs, the networks that mm-hmm. are on there. Yeah. Um, there, there's a new entrant. that's really confusing me. And like the Arizona Vegas game, it's, it's scripts and scripts. And I, yep. anytime I see scripts, Lonnie, I just think spelling bee. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're men of a certain age is what yeah, that proves. Right. Yes. Like I didn't know scripts did anything, but a couple newspapers and a spelling bee. Apparently they're in the TV game now. I used to work for a script station. Did you? Yeah, it was my first station here in Denver. Ah. They, they got just... bought from McGraw Hill and became a script station. McGraw Hill? Don't they just make textbooks? You would think. Well, people that I never thought have TV stations are popping up now. I don't know. I, I just think go. spelling bee when I see script. It, just, yeah, it throws me off. Absolutely. It throws me off. Hurting shots here for the first line edition executive producer. Oh man. Well, I, I'm so glad you guys enjoyed the, the black Friday segment we had. Um, and as the rest of the world knows this as Friday, um, <laughs> you know, uh, just, uh, my, my only thought this week, you know, I had a great time, uh, family and friends over for Thanksgiving. Uh, we hosted one friend to, to come and, and spend the day with us. Um, but I am really happy to have hockey back on the schedule. It, it was a long day without hockey. Um, football doesn't cut it for this me. Week. There were two days this week. I know. I know. It, it, I just I feel deprived in having a full 15 games to choose from today, uh, minus the ones that are blacked out because of my market. Um, yeah, I uh, I'm really glad to being uh, getting back to sitting on the couch and watching some more hockey. Lon, so. We had our, you know, very typical, you know, low key Thanksgiving, which is delightful as always. Um, but the one of the weirdest things, and I didn't realize that this was such a big thing, going to be such a big thing in Minnesota. The, recently, the 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 state decided to redesign the flag and the state seal, and they were opening and opening it up to submissions from the public, and there. Going, you know, the final six, uh, five flags and the final five emblems, uh, state seals have been, have been picked and the, they're going to start taking public uh, input on all of them. And some of them are great and some of them are horrendous. Uh, but there were so many of them that were like clearly school, pro- I hope 
clearly like a school <laughs> class project that was like crayon and like a badly drawn state of Minnesota. There was a lot of MS Paint looking stuff in there for those of you who remember MS Paint. So well, they got my for MSP being the main cities there. I mean, right? MSP, I MSP. That's true. That's true. Ah. There you go. Uh, there are some truly talented designers who whose works are are showcased amongst the finalists, but. Like it got, there were over 2,100 flag entries and over 500 state seal entries. And like, it is such a rabbit hole to sit and flip through them and like, look at what the finalists are, but then also look at what some of the really, really terrible choices out there are. It's just a fantastic sort of holiday week rabbit hole to go down. Please, please tweet out that link. I need to see I will send the link. It is, it is, it it is fine. And a lot of, a lot of the, the, the Minnesota Twitter, uh, back and forth on that is uh both delightful and hilarious uh flag design 944 should be the winner that's what i'm going with 944 all right now yeah, i gotta look I, at what 944 i, I believe is. it's it, i believe it's the it, it's rivers coming together or lay, i should say lakes coming together with a gold star in the top le- top left that's to me that that that's the best for the state i'm going that one is that one of the finalists 944 is. is one of the final yes, five it is it's yeah. um yeah, that is what friend on Twitter termed as the, uh, the, I believe that was the one he decided was the ripoff of the uh, the old NBC, The More You Know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Complete with the star. Yeah. But yeah, that is a great one. Uh, but yes, it is a lot of fun. I will uh, I will tweet the link out to that. It's a fun rabbit hole to dive down. Yes, I'm, I'm going 944 as the five final. That's the one I'm picking. It's the only, and as an outsider, it's the one that screams Minnesota the most to me. Yep. All the others I'd have to, wonder what the heck they are but yeah okay um my thought is i'm happy i had a working toilet this year um in a sewer system in 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 my house for thanksgiving and, and we got to host it here versus uh you know down the street a bit uh <laughs> after last year of having our deck and concrete redone and them hitting the crapper line and that was fun you know oh three days god i forgot that was a year yes. oh my god that was a year ago yeah. I, mean, I remember the incident i forgot the timing though yeah it was three days before Thanksgiving, and today, a year ago, Black Friday today is when it was getting fixed. So, yeah, I'm just thankful to be in my house and be able to use my toilet. That's right. It's the little things. Yep. The, it is very much the little things. First world problems coming to head. So, well, I'm glad everybody had a good Thanksgiving. We do appreciate We are thankful for all our PHN listeners. We're also thankful for MyCustomSportsCheer.com, Chicago Wolf Store, Manscaped, Bet99, Foco for helping us out to keep this podcast going. Click on all their links on ProHockeyNews.com. Make sure you check out the website. And I haven't said this in a while, but if you haven't rated us and reviewed us, give us a five-star, rate us, review us, but five stars and then say whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Just, just keep, 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 you know, move us up the charts. Seriously, I, I will gladly read some of the bad reviews that we get that are five-star. Yes, I, we, we, we would do that. Five-star with, with snarky reviews, let's do it. Yeah. You know, move us up the charts as there's a lot of competition out there. And we just want to be able to find us yeah. to keep our, our friends and, and listeners and all that happy. So for Richard Cote and Lonnie Goldsmith, this is Adam Minnick saying so long. This has been another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast.